The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. The Spirit drove Jesus out into the desert, and he remained in the desert for forty days, tempted by Satan. He was among wild beasts, and the angels ministered to him. After John had been arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming the gospel of God. This is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. The gospel of the Lord. The covenant, the body, the desert, the conscience. Themes running through the readings for this first Sunday of Lent. The hardest thing to do in our age is to slow down enough to spend time with Christ. As we go through Mass today, ask yourself, Lord, What would it take for me to find you in the desert of my soul where my salvation is won or lost? Lord, what would it take for me to find you in the desert of my soul where my salvation is won or lost? See, I am making... Now, I am now establishing my covenant with you and your descendants. It's not very often that we stop and think about the covenant we have made with Christ and that he has made with us. I was sealed by the blood of the Lamb when I was baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. Jesus came all the way from heaven to open the gates for me to enter into his home, made especially for me. Where is your true citizenship? Our true and eternal homeland is heaven. Do you believe this? It is not a removal of dirt from the body but an appeal to God for a clear conscience. I was talking with some of our home, our high schoolers on Friday night, same time as we were having pizza, same time as the parish was having the Stations of the Cross. I'm not sure how that worked out. And we were talking about something very interesting, the ability to choose. They spoke into the obvious fact that their choices have consequences. In essence, they said, Father, we know what is right and wrong, but it is so hard, and we make many mistakes. I was impressed by their ability to be vulnerable. It's funny, too, because in the morning, on Friday morning, we have our men's morning coffee, and It was quite similar. The men were quite open and vocal 
about how they were feeling. Maybe it's a sign of the times. The need to let it out. I was grateful we were not recording the men in the morning. (laughs) And he remained in the desert for 40 days. In the desert, the Savior fulfills the command of God that he might save the wandering Adam in the very place where he had been dispossessed of paradise. Adam, who was cast out of paradise, endured the desert places of a harsh world. It is in the desert then that salvation is first restored to mankind. There where there are no rich foods, where there are no pleasures. In paradise, the devil contends with Adam. And in the desert, the devil struggles with Christ. The very body of the Christian is in, in a sense a desert when it is not filled with food and cheered with drink. Then the Lord inhabits the desert of our body when he has found out that our land is desolate because of hunger and parched because of thirst. Then the Savior, dwelling in this desert of our body, overcomes all the factions of the devil. And safe and secure from the thoughts of this world, he takes it for his habitation. So that from then on, we might see heaven and earth within ourselves. That is to say, we might think of nothing other than the Lord of the heavenly kingdom and the author of earthly resurrection. St. Maximus of Turin. Our desert, the one we create with our own hands and the grace of God, this is the building, the temple inside the desert of our soul. I see this as the theme for our Lenten journey here at St. Joseph's. The Lord wants to build like he asked David and Solomon to build a magnificent temple. But now, with Christ, the great architect, and his style is simple, quiet, and humble. Like the stable at Bethlehem and the cross on Calvary. Is God not perhaps knocking on our doors here at St. Joseph's to make this Lent the deepest one ever in our lives? Is the Holy Spirit able to knock down our walls of resistance and show us how much God loves us? Is this Lent the time for our families to come together like never before and experience a peace that has never been in the past? With the high schoolers that night, I asked them what they were giving up for Lent. The best answer for me is this. I am trying to see heaven and earth within myself. That together we may fruitfully employ this Lenten season to renew ourselves through self-denial and works of holiness. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, That our catechumen 
may always remember this day of their election and be grateful for the blessings they have received from heaven. Let us pray to the Lord. That the teachers of this catechumen and candidates may always convey the beauty of God's word to those who search for it. Let us pray to the Lord. That their sponsors may be living examples of the gospel. Let us pray to the Lord. That the families of this catechumen and these candidates far from placing any obstacles in their way, may help them follow the promptings of the Spirit. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, That our community during this Lenten period may grow in charity and be constant in prayer. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, That those who have not yet overcome their hesitation may trust in Christ and come to join our community as our brothers and sisters. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Lord God, you created the human race and are the author of its renewal. Bless all your adopted children and add these chosen ones to the harvest of your new covenant. As true children of the promise, may they rejoice in eternal life, one not by the power of nature, but through the mystery of your grace. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Although you cannot yet participate fully in the Lord's Eucharist, stay with us as a sign of our hope that God's children will eat and drink with the Lord and work with his spirit to recreate the face of the earth. Go in peace, and may the Lord remain with you always. Thanks Thanks be to God. God.